Now, I will tell you, I was in Tel Aviv quite a few years ago. Yeah. And I don't remember so many restaurants having a two udon now. So many kosher yes. restaurants. Which I, I was actually very, very impressed with that. First, yes. I was nervous from yes. my reference from Tel Aviv many years ago. Um, I, when I do come to Israel a lot, yes, I'm one of those American Jews that come to Yushalayim a lot. Right. And Yushalayim. hardly go to Tel Aviv, right? Uh, for a day or two trip here or there. Right, right. Um, and I was in Tel Aviv and speaking to my wife and she says, when we're here next, we got to spend a night or two there. The food scene there is insane. The yeah. kosher food scene I'm talking about. Yep. The beauty and everything else. But there's nothing like being in the undivided capital of Israel, Jerusalem. That special feeling, yep. um, walking through the Kotel, walking through the streets of Jerusalem, walking through the neighborhoods of Jerusalem. There is something so special and touching. Shalom, shalom, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Pulse of Israel here in our eternal and ancestral homeland, Israel, in the beautiful capital, undivided and eternal, Jerusalem. I don't know how many of you are familiar with Mr. Kosher Guru, but meet Gabe Boxer, Kosher What's Guru up, himself. All right? I'm going to let Gabe tell you all about him. What is this Kosher Guru? Those of you not familiar, Kosher is a word for food, that it's food, meaning it's food that Jews, that religious Jews, that according to the Torah, were allowed to eat. And he basically, in his own very unique style, way, fashion, because he gives it all, not just the food. And I love all your glasses collection. He has Thank an unbelievable you. glasses collection. But he does uh, reviews of kosher food for, for Jews that they're able to eat all over the world. And now he's in Israel for the production, a special video production together with ILTV. So let's get to it. What is this new production and, and, and who are you and what are you about and why this production? Well, let's take a step back. First of all, thank you very much for the compliments. And yes, the glasses have over 100 pairs of glasses. Yes, each 100? one. 100? over maybe like oh 102. Each one, yes, has a prescription in that pair, in that collection of 100 glasses. Yeah. I'd say about two or three are sunglasses but then that all oh different shapes colors shades mix okay. match things. in every picture or video he's got a different glass different glasses and they're so stylish look at me i'm boring look at me i'm plaid i've got these boring glasses look at mr koshiguru look at these no, fashion, no, no. fashion glasses like woo, he blows you by but let's go let's go yeah. okay so yes you explained that kosher has to do with food but i look at it as koshiguru not kosher food guru meaning i bring kosher, anything and everything kosher to the world in a fun-filled way, have a fun attitude about it, kosher food, kosher products, kosher restaurants, kosher destinations, kosher travel, kosher fashion, men's fashion. Um, really? Yes. Really? Um, yeah, do a lot of suits and nice stuff for Chagim, wow. so on and so forth, but really, um, it really is just enjoying a kosher lifestyle, whatever kosher lifestyle might mean, might mean to me, to you. Um, but just sharing my kosher experiences with the world. And of course, awesome. here in Israel right now, I am here with ILTV, and we have been showcasing kosher restaurants right now around Yerushalayim and Tel Aviv. We did some really cool things. Now, I will tell you, I was in Tel Aviv quite a few years ago, yeah. and I don't remember so many restaurants having a two udon now, so many kosher yes. restaurants, which I, I was actually very, very impressed with that. First, yes. I was nervous from yes. my recollection of Tel Aviv many years ago. Um, I, when I do come to Israel a lot, yes, I'm one of those American Jews that come to Yerushalayim a lot. Right. Stay and Yushalayim. hardly go to Tel Aviv, right? Uh, for a day or two trip here or there. Right. Right. Um, and I was in Tel Aviv and speaking to my wife who says, when we're here next, we got to spend a night or two there. The food scene there is insane. The yeah. kosher food scene I'm talking about. Yeah. The beauty and everything else. But there's nothing like being in 
the undivided capital of Israel, Jerusalem. That special feeling, yeah. um, walking through the Kotel, walking through the streets of Jerusalem, walking through the neighborhoods of Jerusalem. There is something so special and touching. But yes, I am here with ILTV, rocking out a new show on their platform, which will be aired on their stations that they are in America and Canada, and on their ILTV Plus that you download on their app, which we will really be traveling around the country. We started off in Jerusalem, Tel Aviv, right. um, you know, keeping it simple in the beginning, right. and then traveling around the country to really visit and showcase the kosher Jewish Israeli, whatever you want to call it, culinary scene here in Israel. And we're not going to your typical tourist spots. We're not going to your typical fancy restaurants. We and I love, I really do love street food, fast food, different food, food with a story, a restaurant with a story, a restaurant with with, with, with a uniqueness, a place where you go, wow, wow, I want to be here. I want to support this place. The food's amazing. The flavors are amazing. I don't need to go get dressed up in my tuxedo. Yeah, I know Israelis don't wear tuxedos, and I know it's more chill and laid back here. Um, But just want to have fun with our food and really just showcase that to the world. And I think, I mean, like you were mentioning how you've seen a, a, a really a transformation of kosher food in Tel Aviv, which is 100% over the past few years, like more and more kosher restaurants and unique and boutique, you know, like really interesting stuff. And I think you're noticing, or you tell me, how Israeli restaurants or the food industry in Israel and the kosher food industry in Israel has really transformed itself to be so much more than just falafel and pizza and, and, and shawarma or just regular restaurants, but like real unique boutique stuff in all, in all the different food so, markets. I got to tell you, yes, many, many years ago when people thought of Israel, thought of food, um, you know, in America, you think of that old world Jewish deli. Right. You know, whether you're from the Lower East Side or wherever it is. But you think of that, Yes. To Israel, you always thought about falafel, shawarma, you know, depending on if you're, uh, you're Temani, Syrian, you know, whichever you're from, Moroccan, whatever, right. you know, Ashkenazi, you have some of your flares. But that was more or less at home, not so much in, in the restaurant. Right. I can't pinpoint if it was in the past 10 years, 7 years, 12 years, whatever it was. The Israeli culinary scene and yeah. kosher. I keep kosher. Every place I go to has to have, has to, has to have hashkacha, tuda. Um, we're not going to get into all the politics of hashkacha right now. Oh, uh, Rabbi, you're so familiar with the laws has to make sure that everything done is in a, on a kosher way that it's edible by, by religious Jews. Right. Yes, going into that, kosher laws. you see that even some of the top Israeli chefs who you would say are not religious or don't keep kosher right. are even opening up kosher restaurants yep. which you've never had that right. before years ago. They know it's in their business interest today to open oh, up kosher restaurants. And some of them come from traditional traditional Jewish backgrounds so it's not like, or, or some even from secular backgrounds and still opening up these kosher Correct. restaurants. Which for many, many years they worked in the non-kosher world and I'm not going to go into the reasons why psychologically why because I never asked them and we don't, I don't have yeah, that knowledge. Right, right. But what I can tell you is that they're opening up, it's fact and they are bringing a culinary scene to the kosher market in Israel that we've never, ever seen before. Um, if you want to say in America, as a Jewish kosher person, where do you go, you know, if you want to travel anywhere in the world, where are you going for the culinary scene? You see Paris has amazing restaurants. You go to Panama. Right. You can really travel around America, South Florida, California. You know, Chicago, the big cities, of course, have an amazing scene. New York. Where I'm from, I'm trying to, you know, That's give the most. Everybody else oh, okay. out there. <laughs> Trying not to be New York centric <laughs> like most New Yorkers usually are. Yeah, trying, Good trying, for you. trying. Good for you, game. Yeah. But and there's a big but. Yeah. I don't. Now we're going to talk about all restaurants. I don't care if it's a tourist, um, re, you know, centric restaurant, or 
one that is sort of like if you know you know type of restaurant yeah the culinary scene here is off the charts wow. i mean you can have wow. whether it's chalavi dairy basari meat right even vegan vegetarian right the options sure. that you have here in this country on a kosher level now are so insane right. that to, if you want to go on a culinary tour you can israel is now the place for high end many years ago and i'm talking about many years ago, probably when when you first made aliyah yeah food wise what was there here Where, where's everyone going out yeah. even you know whatever yeah, today yeah. some of the fanciest restaurants right. that have that are kosher and amazing, amazing food. Right now, where we're located over, you can walk across the street to the Mamila Mall. You have the Mamila rooftop. We go, we can go on right. and on. And I, I don't want to pick right. one and, and, and it's important. It's not just Tel Aviv. You think like some people like think, oh, if they're the really fancy, delicious, unique boutique, that'll be Tel Aviv. But no, even Jerusalem. Jerusalem is one of yes, in the kosher scene, one of the. It, it, it's amazing. But you have, think about it. You have Herzliya, Tel Aviv, even Caesarea, Haifa, Netanya. I while I'm here, by the way, there were so many people on Instagram and I'm going to give it the Instagram platform because that's where I got the most of these type of messages. Shout out and, and message from Jews in Israel in different cities. You got to try this restaurant in the Mice. You got to come here. I have now a list of hundreds of restaurants wow. all around Israel it's and different cities. Out. And right. it wasn't only Jerusalem. Right. It wasn't only, right. you know, uh, you know Yehuda Shomron, which actually got a lot of those also that you got to go try. But cities from up north to down south right. that the culinary scene is exploding here and you know what first of all it's nice to support the local economy support small businesses support these you know chefs and, and people that are entrepreneurial and getting out there right. but to support a cultural culinary scene here in israel right. that is exploding right. and taking off shows the world that besides the fact that we're here to stay and that nothing's going to change israel is here but our culture is getting more in depth. Our, 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 our food scene of what it is to keep kosher and be kosher and be a Jewish kosher observant Jew in Israel. Right. I don't care if you want this level or that level. You can have it all. Right. Unbelievable. So, any guys, you will be able to follow this journey, this kosher guru journey in Israel by following the, the videos from ILTV. I'm sure we'll put some up on our website, IsraelOnWire.com, to get even more exposure for all this stuff. But that's really exciting stuff. And I, and I want to give a, a, a give you a big kudos, a big congratulations, because of your whole involvement in with food. Uh, in the beginning of COVID, we uh, we actually made a video about the activity. The, I the actually, chesed. I have to give you a thank you because you were one of the first people to reach out. I forgot who put me in touch with you, so I apologize because I remember there was someone who put me in touch with you. It's probably I, my video guy, Shimshon. Yes, I think it was. Shim, actually. It was Shimshon's idea. Shimshon Sadlson. He's my my and video guy. His idea. He goes, Avi. I think we should do a video on this. I'm like, yeah, for sure. And you were such a mensch. You reached out. You could believe because you know you're. Everyone will quote unquote whether you were on lockdowns or you know all the mandates, wherever country you were in city, you you know. All you have is what you're seeing on social media or I don't want to go into the news because this is where it's really happening um, and he'll tell you like it is. But you reached out to uh, want to understand and know what's going on. What what were we doing? What, you're just one little guy with an amazing you know group of volunteers behind you that just stepped up to the plate and we'll go into it started doing what we started doing yeah, he, during he, COVID. During COVID, because of his food connections and his huge heart, he's a big guy, but he's got a huge heart, he started uh, giving out free food to families and people and communities and and frontline workers. I remember part of right. it was giving out to so nurses whole idea, and doctors so and hospitals. So the whole idea is that, it, I don't want to say free food because nothing was free. Okay. Uh, there were some restaurants that, that did donate, but we didn't want that, and we do thank everybody. What we wanted to do is 
it was so hard on so many people and the restaurants that stayed open it was so hard on them to make payroll to pay their workers and for them to have a barnasa so what we wanted to do is the whole idea was to support local small businesses and saying in the beginning saying thank you to our frontline heroes um which they were police firefighters doctors right. nurses so and so forth so we had people donate um funds that we would buy food from local small businesses local you know whether it be a chinese place a pizza place a deli um whatever type of bagel store caterer right. cafe Thank you for clarifying, right? No, because you he they were helping on two levels. This and what was the name of the initiative that still it, continues it's still today? Kosher response. Kosher response. They were helping on two levels. They were helping uh, the local food businesses survive through Correct. those lockdowns by paying them for their food so that their staff can have. And they did give us a money. better price, but right, whatever right. was but you were whatever, supporting, you whatever, were helping however, them. However, we will support them. It right, was a show right, of right, uh, and then buying that with that money that donated money to then pay the food in the, the the food establishments using that food and then handing it to the frontline work free food or as a thanks from the community, your people to to the frontline workers and, and we families had so many or whatever. volunteers that would come. Um, Mary Sturgeon and the Sturgeon family that that opened up their house where we sort of took over their house and their garage that we did all about the logistics all the food get delivered there every day we'd box it up to different orders different hospitals right. over at the tri-state area and volunteers came it was amazing volunteers came from all over to literally drive could be anywhere from 10 minutes to over an hour to deliver this food um thank god during the height of covid traffic on the highways was non-existent so right. it usually took me an hour and a half to get to the right. city it was about 20 minutes to get to manhattan right. um in new york which was crazy and if you were there or anywhere you knew that uh, traffic was non-existent right um, and the beautiful thing is people said thank you. I and mean, we weren't giving it to, let's say, one Jewish. Let's, let's say on the, um, let's just say, the ER, there was one Jewish person or one kosher-keeping person on staff. No, no, we asked how many people are in your unit. The whole idea was to Everybody. make a Kiddush Hashem that this food was being donated by a Jewish organization, by Jewish people that was being bought. You're helping local small businesses, and we're showing our support, saying our cars are saying thank you to what you're doing during these hard times. We knew, especially in the beginning, when no one knew what was going on, right. there were so many things that were unclear in the world and unclear with everything. And here you had a group of people that just wanted to say thank you for being there, thank you for showing up. Um, even the restaurants, if you think about it, if every supermarket restaurant, no one showed up to, to work, how are we actually going to feed our families and buy food and right. do things? The whole right. and everyone's in lockdown, can't go anyway, but those people do go to work every day. And, and with, and with and whatever and the fear and uncertainty. And, and everyone in the beginning, especially in the beginning, there was a lot of fear, a lot of uncertainty. No one knew what was going right. on. Right. And they still showed up. Um, and we sort of thank you to them showing up here. Right. We're marching whatever we can. Right. And here to wherever it went to in the world. Right. From literally, we, we went to make a connection at police departments, fire departments. We went to sanitation houses. Wow. Sanitation. As these guys they're, were. They're still also working yeah, and doing this. Keeping right. the, the city the streets, going. Keeping, the streets keeping clean, our towns going. Um, and we went to many times. Um, just, you, you almost name it. It, it was. It was just an amazing, amazing experience. Amazing experience. Um, yeah, and I'm going to share the video. I'll put the link up so uh, everyone can see the video to know exactly what this, uh, you're hearing from, from Gabe, from Kosher Guru. And we'll put the video up so you can see it for yourself. That's response and what it was in the beginning, how it started. Amazing. And now, do you mind like going in like how it's developed? Because you've, you've, you've now, again, a big heart. That, that, that little idea, which is really a huge idea, he's now expanded to be tremendous, to be doing so much more help for so many more people over, since then. So, so as the time progressed, 
and the months went on, there were a lot of people that were reaching out to us and saying, we need help. It's very nice with what you're doing. My wife is out of work. My husband's out of work. Um, whatever unfortunate situation they're going through. So we started a program called Shabbos in a Box where we raised more money and purchased food from a caterer and a few local caterers where we provided Shabbos food for hundreds of people every Shabbos for almost a year and a half, two years straight. And we still do on a lower scale because budget constraints right wow. now. Um, during the week, we have a uh, gift card program where it's um, fuel a restaurant, feed a family because we're fueling much by purchasing that gift card right. at this kind of price. We're purchasing that 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 gift card, giving it to family. So instead of dropping off, especially where we're located on the south shore of Long Island, thank God we never needed until now, so to speak. We never needed a soup kitchen. We don't really have one, mm-hmm. um, and some people kind of be embarrassed to walk into a soup kitchen. And so what we do is um, local. Um, We'll call it uh, clergy people, rabbinical lay lay leaders. Um, people could tell us certain families who are in need, and we give them gift cards to local restaurants so they can do it in a dignified manner. Where they go to the restaurant, no one knows their situation, knows anything. They order a meal for their family. They pay with a regular gift card like anybody else, and they bring it back. So nobody and knows. Enjoy. No one has. No, no one, one knows that they were in need. And everything that we try to do is always done in a dignified manner. Even the Shabbos box that we're coming was like like getting like you went to the supermarket and bought something just a delivery. Uh, which was beautiful. And then, fast forward a few months, uh, Rabbi Simcha Lefkowitz, who I'm very, very close with and has a chesed organization of his own, we teamed up to do so much more for the community that we recently opened the Mark Raymer Chesed Center um, of Shalom. The Raymer family was kind enough to oversee uh, the budget and help us take care of opening up and so much more with uh, the Mark Raymer Chesed Center. And right now with this Chesed Center, we have a full-time social worker there, one full-time... Wow. Um, uh, warehouse worker, which we get a lot of deliveries, and the whole idea is everything that we sort of procure at very discounted prices or get donated from uh, companies, and we just have to take care of the logistics and trucks out to go get it, are all brand new items. We have brand new clo- kids' clothing, women's clothing, men's clothing, um, undergarments for men, women, and children, toys, housewares, home goods, bedding, linen, shoes, socks. I can go on and on and so much more. We did a Hanukkah event where we gave over 5,000 brand new toys. We gave um, over the summer to single parents. Mm-hmm. We gave over about 150 brand new bicycles that we procured from Walmart with the wow. tag still on it. And what people do is they go on our website, they fill out what we call an intake form for the Chesed Center for people who are in need, single parents, unfortunately going through a hard time, a divorce, um, God forbid they're a fire, so, some type of well, natural disaster, and we're here to help them with whatever they need. And then just recently, through the Shoulder family, we started uh, the Shoulder Free Loan Fund, which is up to a few thousand dollars, um, no interest, no fees, a gamach, which is a free loan to people in need. Of course, um, they have to have a guarantor. They have to fill out a very minimal paperwork. There's a little interview process. And then, of course, they get um, the money and funds that they need to help themselves through whatever difficulty they're going through. Um, and once again, these are just projects that we're all taking on under our umbrella to really do chesed, do kindness, do good, and help people in our community and beyond. So it's just it's just so inspiring to hear how you're using your your time, your efforts, your connections 
to help so many people. And again, today's reality, there are so many people, so many more people in need than ever before because of our crazy situation. And it's unbelievable. And would you, could you give me a link to be able to also give to people so they can, they can donate? And sure, I'll send you the link, but it's kosherresponse.com, all one word, kosherresponse.com. There's a link on the website. You can see, I hope uh, website's up to date as much as possible because we're doing a lot of stuff, but the link is definitely there. Um, and you could hopefully, you know, be a monthly sponsor, be a one-time sponsor. Everything helps, especially um, we are going through a very hard budget con- uh, restrictions right now. Um, we're coming up to Purim and Pesach, which we two do major most, holidays. Two major holidays where we give out literally to hundreds and hundreds of families, which means thousands of people. Just think about it: hundreds and hundreds, about I think four, a little bit four hundred families, right. which is. Uh, some families are one or two people. Some families are a lot of people. You right. do the math. Right. Um, and if you want to ask just a quick, brief uh, side note, since around August, we'll call it August, July till now, and many of these families have come multiple times, the Chesed Center has seen over 515 unique families. Uh-huh. 515 unique families in the Chesed Center have come multiple times, some families once, some families many times. Right. Um, and let me throw in, right? Purim and, and Pesach coming up, two big holidays. Well, Purim is a, again, we're talking mostly about food, like helping with food, this right? This we help with food. We have uh, we right? give Purim food, and then Pesach we give, there are certain levels of we give over Pesach, meaning if you're able to cook, we give you a lot of uh, raw ingredients and so forth. If unfortunately if some families are on different levels, we give them literally um, an entire Pesach delivered to right. the house and, and, and for those who do not understand, Purim is a one-day holiday, so one major meal. Pesach in America is an eight-day holiday. That's eight days worth of food per family. So what we That's, take on upon ourselves is to give you all of the food for the first, in America it's a two-day holiday. We give you all the food for the first two um, Chagim. And then the last two chagim. So you're really getting. So it's four days. It's four days, but it's really eight meals. You get two, eight two meals. meals a day. Right. You're getting eight meals. Well, we give you a lot of extra. So you do have food for chalamoyim left over as well. Right. Um, it's just a tremendous, a tremendous undertaking that we do. Um, we have a, a, a local school that gives us their property where we do like a drive-through pickup. Uh, truckers and logistics food comes from all over. From we give meat, uh, fish, gefilte fish. Um, if you're American, you know. If you're whatever, I'm not going to get into it right now. Yeah. Yeah. If you know, um, we give oil, produce, um, potatoes, onions, apples, grapefruits. We give grape juice, apple juice. There's just so many items that we give. Eggs, cartons of eggs, cartons of uh, chickens. And, and if just anyone realizes also, and I don't know how hard economically uh, you've been hit, hit here with inflation, but in America right now, oh, same thing. the cost of goods, Avi, yeah, the cost of goods... It's 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 it's, it's insane. insane. It literally is. I have no other way of explaining it, but it's insane. Yeah, prices here are ten to twenty percent rise in almost yeah, almost yeah. everything, and with each, it's more, more things are being raised. It's crazy. And then if they if they don't have stock with the whole um, supply chain issues, and which is a real yep. thing, right? And people talk about it as it's a joke, yep. but it really is a real thing. Yeah. Well, listen, um, and you guys have to all understand. Like I said, this guy has a big heart. This is all in his spare time. All in his spare time. So, it's like full time. Uh, yeah. Well, l- listen, you know, you, you got your priorities straight, and your kids are lucky. Lucky to have an unbelievable role model Thank like you. Thank you. So, you and your family. So, you and Milouim a few weeks ago. That's right. I was your wife. I, I, I saw right. you online. I see your wife delivering you food and everything. I see the pictures. I see it. That's right. That's and when, right. And whenever I see you in Milouim and see what, with, with, with what you're doing and everything, you know what? As a proud Jewish person, Israel, Jerusalem, everything you're doing, Yehud and Shomer, I know you live in Ephrat. I have a connection to Rabbi Riskin and when it was started and everything else. You know what? 
I really, really enjoy and have to thank you. You don't have to thank me. I have to thank you oh. for keep doing what you're doing. Uh, feelings are mutual. Feelings are mutual, Gabe. But seriously, follow this guy. If you're able to give a donation to kosherresponse.com to help continue with all the fabulous uh, good deeds that they're doing to help sustain families. And obviously, check out the videos when they come out with ILTV and Kosher Guru. Gabe, keep up the amazing work you're doing for the Jewish people, for humanity, all the good deeds. Keep on being the great, unbelievable father, role model, husband you are. And we look forward to seeing you in Israel next time, man. Thank you, everyone. Look forward to being back hopefully in a few weeks or months. We'll see what the story is. Get to hang out with Avi a little bit more. See everyone there. Keep watching him. Thank you. Have a great day, everybody. Enjoy. Shavu Tov. Thanks for watching, everyone. Signing off for another episode of the Pulse of Israel here in our eternal and ancestral homeland, Israel. In our beautiful, sunny, you, you got great weather. Like, this is beautiful. You got Thank great God. weather. It was freezing here just last week, and now yes, we got beautiful, sunny weather. So signing off from our eternal and undivided capital, Jerusalem. Thanks for watching, everyone. Shalom. Pulse of Israel on frontline videos from the Holy Land. Support our work by donating today.